The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. Andy Rice uh, with today's Heroes and Zeros. Brand architecture. Now, this is so important, Andy. I mean, when your brand is facing criticism or coming under attack, as people within the brand will see it, um, normal people just say, hold on a second, but you know, you guys are misbehaving and so therefore you deserve to be ripped apart, whether you're Facebook or whether you're Shell or whether you Steinhoff or whatever the case might be. But the importance of brand architecture when you are under threat Explain. Well, evening, Bruce. Um, Brand architecture defines the way in which the brands in a company's portfolio might um, relate to each other. And it's a a, a continuum from one end, what they call monolithic brands, and the other end is um, usually called a house of brands. And very simply, I'll try to keep, keep it simple, a monolithic brand is a brand in which all operating activities, divisions, subsidiaries, whatever they may be, uh, are under the same single brand identity. And at the opposite end of the extreme, and obviously there are, there are um, others in between, is a situation where every brand is, is allowed to have its own identity, its own strategy, fight its own fights, um, uh, win its own battles in, in the portfolio. And, and it may not be aware, it may not be obvious to outside parties that these brands are linked with each other. Now, commercially, the most efficient, as you wouldn't be surprised to hear, is the monolithic brand. And it's, it's efficient because you're really only building one identity and you haven't got to concern yourself with the limitations of conflict between the different uh, brands out there. And so from a, from a uh, financial point of view, yes, it's the, it's the best way to go because, as I say, it's, it's cost effective. Um, but it has one major uh, consideration that has to be taken, which is the fact that the brand will... Um, uh, being monolithic will, will cover the entire company. And if a, uh, a, a mistake, an incorrect activity, a, a reputation-harming incident occurs, even if it's only in one small part of the total brand activities, it has the effect of polluting uh, the entire company. And we've seen this with, with as, as you said in your intro, a couple of very big um, brands are, are in exactly that situation right now. And the obvious ones are, are, are Facebook and Shell. Now, Facebook is a monolithic brand that is um, slowly breaking itself up into its, in, into its components it, because uh, a single uh, activity under the fa- uh, Facebook name, Facebook name can, um, as I say, pollute other divisions unrelated but still branded Facebook. Same with Shell are finding that now. Most of the oil companies use a monolithic structure. And in this particular case, Shell is finding that um, one aspect of its exploration, albeit for us down here, an important aspect, um, is, uh, is, is attracting negative publicity. And that means that anything that's branded Shell, uh, whether it's a, a different energy source whatsoever in a different part of the world, all of the, all of the offices in the different countries that say Shell Nigeria or Shell Switzerland or Shell, whatever it might be, they're all being tarred with the same brush. And that's the risk. Commercially efficient, but communication-wise uh, vulnerable. Yeah, and, the, and trust is destroyed very, very quickly, and uh, brands are torn apart in the public domain more quickly now than ever before. Toyota's got a brand-new hybrid campaign to advertise what looks like a lovely vehicle. Um, it's got electricity, and it's got petrol, and you can have a bit of petrol, you can have a bit of electricity, you can have a blend of both. It's incredibly versatile <laughs> in the nature of, of hybrids. Um, but the advert isn't that 
pattern happening, is it? Well, it's an interesting piece of, of strategy, really, because it's it's nominally for the Toyota Corolla Cross, I think. Well, at least it, that's one of the vehicles it's featured. But it's mainly selling hybrid technology mm. um, and explaining all the different uh, features of uh, of a hybrid vehicle and how it differs from a, a petrol vehicle, if you wanted to, or if you don't, you can use it either way. That's why it's called a hybrid. But of course, Toyota are not the only manufacturers and marketers of, of hybrid vehicles uh, either in this market or globally it just so happens though that they are the the biggest and the pioneering one and therefore they can advertise generic category features and that which would then be attributed to toyota as market leader um, and uh, rather than having to, to fight a s- severely competitive battle from one hybrid brand to another so by making as you say, statements about you can choose uh, electrical power or you can choose petrol or you can choose to charge this way or, or, or um, fill up that way, whatever it may be, uh, they're not helping other brands necessarily as much as they're helping themselves. So by dominating a category, you can get away with category-building generic brands and, and worry less about competitive share of market with other brands. And that's what Toyota are doing. It's a, it's a nice-looking piece of advertising, but strategically, it is simply building the hybrid category rather than the Toyota hybrid brand. Okay, got you on that one. Um, your hero is a motor vehicle brand. I don't think you're overwhelmingly excited uh, by this advert, no. but in the category in which it exists, it's actually a bit of a standout. Well, it's not going to win a hatful of awards creatively, Bruce. You're right there. Um, uh, but it's in a category that we featured at a colossal um, plummeting zero two weeks ago, which is um, motor vehicle um, spare parts for you know post-purchase use, um, and we had that one from I think it was called Alert Engine Parts, which seemed to me as big a waste of thirty seconds as has been known to mankind. And this this week, simply because by contrast, it at least shows the way to go is Mercedes-Benz Genuine Parts. Now, maybe with the holiday season approaching, that we're seeing a flurry of activity in this category, and people getting their cars fixed before going on holiday, one hopes. Um, but in this case, it's, uh, it's, it's a nice little creative idea that you should trust your gut. If you see something that doesn't look right, then, tr- and then listen to what your gut says, and uh, that sneaky feeling of uh, impending doom, you may be able to head off at the pass. Um, so there are four or five little cameos, one of someone uh, about to sit down to eat sushi, one of someone else buying fish from a, from a fishmonger, yesterday's special on, on, uh, on fish. Um, there's a boat cruise, a birthday <laughs> boat cruise, which looks like the, the boat will hardly get beyond the end of the jetty. There's one of those overnight phone, phone repair shops, which looks like it's not going to exactly do your phone any good. And all of these things should raise that suspicion to trust your gut and uh, therefore insist on Mercedes-Benz genuine parts rather than, than take a, a cut corners and, and shortcuts with uh, other brands of parts for your, for your much-loved Mercedes-Benz. You're not wanting to be invited to any advertising industry Christmas parties this year, Andy. I certainly get that very <laughs> clear sense from your zero tonight. 
Yeah, well, I've I've been super disciplined and tried to to uh, live with the fact that the brand communications and advertising industry wasn't really offering very much in the way of, of, of COVID solutions, and I'd given up trying to be a one man band shouting uh, in the wind and getting getting nowhere. Um, so, uh, but I'm afraid with the with the resurgence of infections and with the fourth wave and and what seems like a particularly nasty situation looming, um, I can't resist the temptation to have one last dig at the industry that I come from, uh, which are supposedly the brand communication experts, supposedly the behaviour change experts, and still I see very little out there from from brands to try and contribute to the fight against COVID and leaving it all up to the government um, and to GCIS, which is running campaigns, which I'm sure um, uh, are, are worthwhile, but they're not, in my view, breakthrough. Um, and uh, all I can say is that perhaps it's time now for us to take a leaf out of the um, Michael Jackson songbook and say, perhaps I should start with the man in the mirror. Yeah. Very good. Thank you, Andy Rice. Um, zero to the advertising industry. Uh, Mercedes-Benz gets a hero, and we also talked about Toyota's hybrid TV campaign. Fine. Not pretty, not excellent, not brilliant, but it's fine. Um, and then, of course, um, a, a critical discussion around brand architecture, why the brand architecture matters, um, is particularly when you get yourself into trouble. And that's always critical, of course. Uh, thank you, Andy Rice. Heroes and Zeros coming through, as always, on a Tuesday evening.